The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, welcome back to Mind Pump. This is the smartest fitness show on uh, iTunes. I just totally Super lied. fucking yeah, smart. Totally lied. Big time lie. All right, so this is Sal Stefano talking. I'm here with my co-host, Adam Schaefer. What, what? And Justin Andrews. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. You know what? You guys remember that shit? You know what's funny? We, the listeners don't know. We rehearsed that several times. <laughs> and it sounds so much worse now. It was really good the last time we did it. That's because we didn't rehearse now this. We like this is the first time they heard it. So now we sound it like, was money. We sound like idiots. All right. So let's do a little, uh, a little Q&A. All right. You know, we answer some people's questions because people, uh, uh, they seem to enjoy that when we answer people's <coughs> questions. So. The we first, enjoy people asking us questions. I love it. Listen, if you if you guys have questions about fitness um, or anything, I don't give a shit. And uh, any questions? Well, let's let's be honest. Dude, this let's, is this was, making this interactive. This part, um, I feel like we got here a lot faster than what we thought because we thought we'd only have like two or three people listen to us for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really why I feel like we started this thing. I mean, I feel like a good portion of this was, to, uh, you know, the fact that we've all been doing this for you know, combined 45 years plus in the fitness industry is, you know, I want to be able to answer combined, questions. We're like one old man. <laughs> 45 not Voltron. That old. <laughs> hey, so yeah, Doug, Doug, just offended Doug. Way to go, dude. Uh, sorry, Doug. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I think either a, we have a lot of listeners now or the, my mom, your, your aunt and your sister are all downloading, you know, 3,000 episodes a day. Yeah. She's online a lot. Yeah. I think that might be what that's <laughs> she's happening. Listen, share this episode with your friends, please. Or this, uh, the show with your friends. So point being is like, this was all about eventually was Q and A's. I'm glad we're doing this. I hope oh, we I get more it. and more of it because, uh, this, this is the idea right here. So love it. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. And you can ask the questions on either our Facebook page, which is mind pump, or you can mm-hmm. go on uh, Instagram, which is at Mind Pump. Yeah. And, and there you go. All right. So the first question, a gentleman had asked, and I can't find who asked this question, so I apologize. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what your name was, but it was a good one. We didn't get a chance to go over it last time. And his question was about pro-hormones. Okay. He wanted to know what we thought about pro-hormones. Mm-hmm. So I think before we answer that question, uh, for the listeners who are unaware of what we're talking about, I think we should give them a little bit of... You know, should kind of educate them a little bit in terms of what he probably means when he says pro hormones. So, uh, pro hormones first kind of hit the scene, gosh, uh, like in the early two thousands, late nineties, right when they had like the androstenedione and oh, do you guys remember that Andro yes. Six by EAS and all that yeah, stuff? Uh-huh. Uh, and Mark McGuire, remember he got caught taking uh, the androstenedione, and that's why he says he got so big because he said it was that, and not the steroids. Right? Yeah. 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 Eighty-one yeah. Andrustine. <laughs> yeah, Andrustine, all those things. The chewable ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah the huh? chewable. I, I think. Come on. I, I. How many of you? How many of you tried? I think I must have tried at least every every brand that. Oh, came over out the counter. One. Yeah. I I have tried uh, every single one, but the last time I've used uh, any type of pro hormone or hormone uh, over the counter was. Probably about 10 years ago, and that's because I educated myself on them, which I want to get into a little bit. Well, yeah. Um, well, okay. I was going to say, one of the things I don't know probably as much as you do, uh, but one of the things I do know about these was um, 
<clears throat> what a lot of people don't understand is how the supplement and, and how uh, they get regulated. And there's really not a lot of regulation right. for supplements. Mm-hmm. And it, it, if you could take a compound and you just slightly change it a tiny bit, you know, by one molecule or whatever, yeah. you can name it something else and it'd be pretty damn close to the real deal, which is kind of the pro-hormone game in the from a business standpoint and selling and making money is a lot of these guys, what they do is they make it damn near as anabolic as possible. That's not because the way it works, there's a drug list and all these drugs that are up on this list. They have all the compounds that it says, right. OK, these are all illegal. Well, mm-hmm. if you just slightly change, oh, like it's, a, it's a game. Yeah. yeah then it's you a game. then you and then you run at it for as long as you can. And when people yeah. when word of mouth gets out that, hey, this new Andrustine one is putting si- little literally putting size on this guy. Like if he was taking testosterone or something that everybody runs and, of course, gets it. Well, well, here's how it started. It's pro hormone literally means uh a precursor to some of the main hormones. So like a precursor to testosterone or a precursor to hormones that turn into testosterone. It started with DHEA, mm-hmm. went to androstenedione, went to androstenediol. Those are all hormones that by themselves aren't really anabolic, but they get converted to hormones that can be anabolic. And so, and for example, androstenedione, I believe, is like two steps away from testosterone. So your body has to convert it to testosterone. On the flip side, it can also convert it to things like estrogen mm. and or it will only convert so much of it. So you, right, so you can take a bunch of it and you're not going to get much out of it. So the original pro-hormones weren't really effective. They didn't really do much. You'd actually get much better results from taking creatine. Mm-hmm. But then these fuckers got smart, like you said. Now, you talked about regulation. I uh, do not support regulation. I'm a, I'm a pretty anti-regulation anything. I believe the free market regulates well enough. And I'm always on the side of freedom. So even if that means some people are going to make stupid decisions, fine, because I, I always support free choice. Because stupid people make stupid so no decisions. Hel- right. No helmet laws, right? <laughs> right. Helmet laws? Yes. No, I you know I, I think helmet laws are, are stupid because you're only hurting yourself. So yeah. if you want to be an idiot. Now, if you get in an accident and break your head and then you sue other people for that, then you're then uh, that's what gets on my nerves. We're talking yeah. about litigation. Yeah. Uh. So but none, so here's what they did. So here's th- this is what why I stopped uh, fiddling with these things. Now first of all, pro hormones are one thing, but they took it a step f- farther. And the stuff you could buy uh, eventually and that you can actually buy right now online, oh, yeah. they're not pro hormones. They're steroids. Yeah. <laughs> they are designer steroids. They are anabolic. <clears throat> they are active all by themselves. Oh, I missed that wagon. They do not need to be converted to anything. And the way a lot of these supplement companies discovered these molecules, first and foremost, most of these supplement companies are these sh- shoddy, shitty, you know, uh, not worth very much money companies. And so you think, how can they afford to have scientists design these new designer steroids? They didn't. They didn't design anything. What they did is they went through old <laughs> chemistry books or old um, uh, pharmaceutical company uh, rejects. So pharmaceutical companies submitted you know, potential new androgens or steroids to be approved by the FDA for use by people. The FDA went over these things and discovered too many side effects, too harsh, not good on the liver, not good. So they didn't get approval. However, these chemicals you can be found. You can find these uh, discarded chemicals. These supplement companies said, oh, shit, there's a loophole. Mm. They're not illegal. Let's use these and call it, you know, uh, Superdrol. That was one of them. That was a big one. Superdrol was a big one. Um, Halodrol was another one. Then it, you know, methyl one, whatever. And the funny thing, and I hate to say this, most of these designer steroids, first of all, are yes, they are extremely effective, but they're also more dangerous than 
the black market steroids. You may as well do the real thing, dude. You're better off yeah. doing the real. There's thing. a lot more material out there too on like any sort of adverse effects that you might get from it because there's not a lot of stuff out there on some well, of these things. First They're of taking all, it in pill form, right? So you're gonna process yep. it through the liver. And, 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 anabolic steroids are far safer when they're injected uh, because they don't ha- they don't get processed through the liver the same way. And so most of these oral designer quote unquote pro hormones, but in reality they're steroids are methyl, they're, 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 well, they're called 17 methylated uh, chemicals. And you have to do that to these chemicals because it has to survive going through the liver so that it can get to your bloodstream. And this is very harsh on the liver. So the adverse effects that have ever, the really dangerous adverse effects that have ever been found with anabolic steroids, and I'm going to scare everybody here, but this is true, used normally and by prescription were only ever found by oral 17 or other type of methylated steroids which over time can cause things like liver failure and even cancers of the Mm -hmm. liver Mm -hmm. so to the listeners if you're thinking about using some of these things um don't and uh if you still want to use steroids really bad um you're better off using the black market stuff i don't recommend doing that either but the truth be told, those designer ones are, and you can buy them on. Am- I could go on Amazon right now, or, or yeah, you know, keep this websites. shit real, bro. We've been saying since day yeah, one. Yeah. That's the raw, finished truth. It's real. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell anyone to go do something like that. Mm-hmm. But hey, if you're fucking contemplating going out and doing that, you're better off doing right. anabolics. You are real, real pharmaceutical anabolics, injectable. That's a, ten times better for your system than taking something like that. You know, I, I have a personal horror story from that shit. That's why I feel so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was, God, it was 24 or 5, when it, whenever, do you remember when Trend hit the market? Oh, yeah, tr- Trembolone or yes, whatever. Yeah. Tr- or, no, the, no, 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 Trembolone's a real, that's the black market stuff, but it was Trend. No, 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 it's the, they called it Trend, they called it Trend something, like yeah, they Trend were, 3 or Trend X. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. But it wasn't, the, it wasn't the act of the black market steroid, it was the it was the, tre- the, the over-the-counter variety, a version of it. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. And my dumbass took uh, two back-to-back bottles of it without oh, taking shit. any sort of anti-estrogen or anything like that, because in, in in the back of my head, I, I have to be honest, you know, even as a trainer, I didn't believe that. And this, this is where... Oh, because it was over the counter. Yeah. And exactly. I'm thinking, okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I got gynomastia from it. So, and that blows my mind because... Explain, explain what that gynecomastia, explain what so that is. It, it's basically your your body starts to produce so much estrogen, you know, that you start to get what we the uh, layman's term is bitch tits, or you start to get this buildup of like almost feels like scar tissue built up behind the, the nipple. Female and, female breast, it's, it's yeah. breast tissue. That yeah, it's, exactly. Growing. It's breast tissue that's starting to ball up there. And it's... Which, cr- is, which is not, you don't want that unless you're going to prison. And you want to, yeah, you want a good safeguard, like, you know. <laughs> you're into that thing, yeah. So I, I, I think you that, lose a uh, bet. You gotta get some tits. They, that's uh, I get I mean, it. Just to prove to you how crazy yeah. strong and real those things are, something like that to actually elevate my testosterone levels so much that my estrogen shot up too. I mean, you know for sure. Or like you said earlier, I don't know if something inside of there was getting converted over into estrogen. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you know, I, you're not familiar with that, but that just goes you show how real that shit is. You know, so well, I remember when uh, the first one was what. Was, it was either Superdrawl or was or it was one testosterone. One was called one testosterone, and they they were legal again. They're, they're gray market. I had no idea that these things were actual steroids. I thought they were pro hormones. So in my in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is fine. This is by the way one of the reasons why I never I never claimed to be lifetime natural. I, I'm natural. I'm definitely natural. I haven't touched any of these things for like like I said, ten years. But back then when I used them, it blew my mind. I, I took, I, I think it was one test, and I gained like, uh, it must have been like fifteen pounds. In really? like 45 days. I got mm. super, I was tripping out. I was like, this is insane. And then you go off of them and you lose everything just as fast <laughs> as you gained it. 
Well, I, you, you mentioned Andrew Stenedine like a, a while back. Yeah. And, and so, is that the one that was like a chewable? Because there was here, a chewable one. I took, it, I took one. Made it. Remember yes, Pinnacle? Pinnacle. Made it. Okay, because because honestly, like yeah, like you, I'm clean. I was I was playing sports, everything, you know. But in the off season, one time we all saw that it was an over the counter one, and mm-hmm. we're like, oh well, let's just mess with this and see if it works. And um, you know, nothing from it, yeah. nothing at all. Yeah. Other than you know, I'm yeah, sure get, it screwed get, me up somehow. But I didn't get shit from that either. No, I took that. I took that for a while. Yeah, I remember that. Creatine though, yeah, yeah. Like you mentioned it was that was it. Though. Yeah, so that's. I mean, that's. I guess that's the the, the bottom line with the designer stuff over the counter. Um, just because it's over the counter doesn't mean it's safe. It's actually probably worse for you than the black market stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would say stay away from it. Uh, whatever you gain on those things, you're gonna lose. Um, there is. Oh, and you know, I want to touch on this post cycle therapy. So post-cycle therapy is what uh, bodybuilders and athletes will do after going off of a cycle of anabolic steroids. And the, and the, the goal of post-cycle therapy is to boost the natural testosterone back up to normal and, main, and try to keep or hold on to as much of the gains that you made. Okay, um, There's nothing really that's over-the-counter that is going to do anything uh, in terms of contributing to post-cycle therapy. There's nothing over-the-counter you're going to take that's going to really work. In that sense, so when you take any everything over the counter, whatever you gain from these designer steroids, they're gonna go really fucking fast. And let me tell you something, that's depressing. Yeah, that sucks <laughs> when you go to the gym and you just get weaker and weaker and weaker, and you lose your motivation and you get yeah, depressed. Yeah, what's the point? And I've heard, and look, you can get erectile dysfunction from some of these things because your testosterone levels are shot. Mm. Anytime you take exogenous testosterone or derivatives like some of these designer steroids, your body shuts down its own testosterone, so you'll get things like testoc- testicular shrinkage, and I mean, it's just. It's just not worth it. It's just not right. worth it. I don't think it's worth it. And, and you know, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a professional sport. You got a doctor giving you the real deal. I mean, whatever. But if you're some dude that likes to work out on your own, and you know, I mean, I guess it's your body. Do what you want. But for me, it's kind of idiotic. You know, if you if you want to know the truth. So, all right. So, um, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to say on that. No. Next that, question. Uh, yeah. So the next question, uh, Justin, we, we were talking about this a little bit before we started. Uh-huh. You said you had a, a client that asked, uh, that brought up stress, yeah, and so, how that affects the body. And I mean, so we live in the Silicon Valley. This is this is like something I come across almost with every single one of my clients, and stress is very much a part of everybody's everyday lifestyle here, and uh, it's really the race. Like it's it. There's this push to produce and there's this sort of demand that is unreasonable and it, and it goes through the weekend it, it it's almost like a seven day work week and it's also regular hours and so there's lack of sleep there's if you think about like the stress how it accumulates it just it, it keeps accumulating and, and you don't if you don't take care of it if you don't address it if you if you're not planning for ways to um, approach you know your levels of stress then it's just going to consume you and it, it affects your body it affects you know your energy it affects your your well-being and so this is this is a real issue and so um, you know there's a lot of companies now that are that are understanding that okay this my employees are only going to produce X amount um, you know what everybody's looking for the most efficient way to um, you know, get get the most out of their employees, get the most out of their managers uh, and people that are you know overseeing everything. And 
Uh, so anyway, this is a big issue as far as like, okay, well, what steps should we take uh, while still producing all these crazy numbers and getting on track it's as so, far as the race it's goes? It's so true. It's like, this is like stress land. I don't know. Do you guys know, Very any, much. Do you guys know anybody around here that works 40 hours a week? No. Every, 40 <laughs> is like a half week for somebody. You know, I don't know crazy. anybody. Yeah, no, uh, all my clients work like, like crazy. Trades or, well, yeah, those, are, those that are listening, the Silicon Valley is just, uh, I mean, it's pretty damn expensive to Oh, this to is the land of Apple and Google and, yeah. you know, the biggest tech companies and these guys. Yeah, we're, we're totally in a bubble. I, I, yeah, no. I remember when as a kid, we, I was, I'm the oldest of five. Now, mind you, I, I grew up pretty poor and stuff like that, but uh, <clears throat> I remember thinking to myself, like, when I understood money and what's a lot or not a lot of money or what that to make, uh, I was I always told myself, like, well, you know, I saw what my family survived off of with five children. It's not, I mean, if I made 40, 50 grand a year, I'm going to be freaking super wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking that uh, didn't. Not, I remember when I around here. I remember, like, when I, yeah, oh, depressing. I remember the first year that I made that. You know when I when I first started getting into fitness, and I thought, why am I broke still? Oh, it's <laughs> like, so crazy around here. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Just, you know, it's crazy. It is. Well, with stress, you have you know the human body evolved to be to have stress. This now stress is definitely a natural right. part of life. However, the type of stress that humans evolved having is not what we experience today. So what we have now are these constant low to moderate levels of stress all the time. Mm-hmm. Our bodies evolved to experience these short bursts of extreme stress like, oh, fuck, a lion. Yeah, And then exactly. you're safe. Survival mechanisms. Yeah, and then you're safe and, ah, oh, I can breathe now. Yeah. Instead of this, this kind of this medium level of all the time stress. And so what happens when you're in this stress situation, your body, um, it goes into this fight or flight you know, kind of the semi, semi fight or flight uh, stage, um, otherwise known as a sympathetic um, response mm-hmm. in the body. Mm-hmm. Comes the cortisol. It, yeah, yes. so you get cortisol. You breathe. You, you breathe very shallow. You don't get full diaph- diaphragmatic breath. Um, your body is. You'll notice things like clammy hands, lack of sleep. Um, does it affect exercise performance? Does it affect muscle and fat loss? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, it affects the way you eat. Um, and, and definitely exercise performance and sleep and it all has to do with your central nervous system. Let me give you an example. I could take the most highly trained Olympic athlete. Okay. Getting ready for a competition. He's totally, he or she is totally peaked, ready to do their, their, their competition. Five minutes before the competition, they get a phone call that their mother just passed away. How much do you think that would affect their performance? Oh, like a hundred percent huge right <laughs> so it's so it's definitely has nothing it really doesn't have much to do with the the this your muscle it's a central nervous system reaction that stress has or a response that stress has on the body mm-hmm. which eventually turns into lock loss of muscle and increased body fat so what are some ways that you got because you guys are both i mean i think that i would consider the three of us type a we're all pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. go 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 mm-hmm. i mean what do you guys do for definitely. stress how do you guys handle well i think one of the things that uh, to keep it real simple on how how we think of it or i think of it at least is it's working out is stress on the body so it is it's just like you said before it's a short burst though mm-hmm. that gives us this benefit so imagine if if stress is just like you know, you're stressing the body, right? If you're doing, if you're feeling that way, and you're doing that to yourself for long periods, hours, days, weeks, strung together because of your high stressful job, and every day you never is, recover. You exactly, you never yeah. recover. You never get to, and you're just beating the body up. So the same, yeah. and it just like overtraining, there, mm-hmm. there's your overtraining on your body and just a mm-hmm. different mentality. It's mentality. So. Yeah, it's, it's your <clears throat> mental state that you're, you, you're never letting fully recover and, and you're, you're overstimulating. So really for me, it's, it's an it's a overstimulation 
Um, and it's a, it's an it's an external like sort of demand that you're putting on yourself, but also from you know from work, from all these other different sources that are contributing to this. And, and if you're not addressing it, it's n- the problem is not going to get resolved, mm-hmm. right? So uh, for me to address it, it has to it has to take action. So I either have to um, plan that day out. For the following day, I'm going to just address my stress levels, and I'm going to I'm going to attack this either with um, blocking people out. You know, I'm going to you know focus on flexibility, or you know, I'm going to be mindful of um, just just trying to eliminate a lot of like distractions mm-hmm. in my day, or you know, things like that. People attribute it to like meditation, like the, they'll, they'll go to the extreme level of like you've heard of the float tank. Yeah. Okay. And so this is something I, I kind of brought up with some of my clients. The sensory de- these are the sensory, sensory deprivation. deprivation. Yeah. And the only reason why I think I think that you know it may be an extreme measure, uh, but I think it makes perfect sense for people here in the valley that have already an extreme level of stress. Mm-hmm. You need to address it. You know, almost on that same level that you know it's that big of a problem. So uh, just just totally eliminating all stimulus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a great tool to have. Well, one thing that I uh, once interesting actually, there's a few studies on this now that I, that I've read. They they compared the effects on people if they bought things with money or if they paid for experiences. So, in other words, let's say you save up, you know, a thousand dollars. What's a better use of that money to buy something with it, like a new computer or you know, new you know, some rims or whatever, or is it better to go on a vacation? Mm-hmm. Right. And the studies show conclusively that experiences are a far better use of your money. And so something that I, I don't I'm not a big things person. Hmm. Like I don't necessarily buy things. I could really care less about them. But I do like experiences. I do like, you know, I'll spend money on going somewhere with my family or going somewhere with my friends um, or taking a class. And I recommend that. I think and even if you don't have much money, go camping. Yeah. Do a do a, a day away, you know, if you have Saturday off, go somewhere where there's no distractions, like you said, and you can kind of relax. That does a lot, man. That really does a lot for for the stress. Oh, I mean, you guys know that. And I know you're glaring at me over here while you're talking about things. Why? Because you own a lot of shoes? (laughs) (laughs) Because I like sparkly things. I like... like, Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. He wasn't even bringing that up. Adam has this like sparkly thing. Like, yeah, sparkly about here right now. Did he just say sparkly? Everything, Sparkly what? He's just a sparkly being. (laughs) Everything about him. His sparkly tape, sparkly watches, sparkly everything. (laughs) (laughs) No, on the real though, I mean, you guys know that I just... I just got back from Mexico and yeah. uh, you know so funny you say what we're talking about this topic right now is um, I I remember telling Katrina to book the trip right and so I was like book this trip what you know when whatever the date was we just got back right uh-huh. and uh, she's like wow you got this going on you got that going on I'm like, we always got shit going on yeah. I mean, yeah. those when does that me, ever stop oh, like all of us we, we does, she, does, seven, she, does she keep track of all the planning and stuff oh yeah absolutely. that's my wife yeah. in charge I don't of know what the fuck's going yeah on I have no idea and that's why too I have to say like if you don't when it comes up when it comes close to that week if I said like oh let's just go somewhere I can't do that I need to financially commit like I need to book the room book the flights get it all done because i know when the week before comes just like this week came up i'm like oh shit we need to record we need to do this yeah, we need to do that and i'm like this is not a good weekend for me to get out but then when i get out 
and I shut everything down. You know, I turned down my electronics, which reminds me of the episode we talked about with the electronics and stuff like that. This is one mm-hmm. of the things that I do, not because it's a bad thing, but it's because you see, it's you tied. Turn it off. Well, it's tied to my work, so it's, yeah, I mean, sure. email alerts and text messages and social media shit is. I don't off like, like it your, because then you don't respond to my text. I'm like, good morning, Adam. Nothing. <laughs> hey, what are you what are you thinking right now? Nothing. You know. So I'm like, does he still like me? That's how, that's how sickly connected we all are now, right? <laughs> are we still friends? Was that joke not funny? <laughs> <laughs> it was like gone for like four or five days. This guy having an heart attack over here. So yeah, but I, I feel you got yourself in a relationship with two other ones. <laughs> so I, I, if this I, is, if this doesn't work, we could totally film that and make a shitload of money. Oh yeah, what the fuck? What? All right, go. I so I I book. <laughs> I book a trip like that. That's a must for me. I make sure that I get out, I get out of town too. It can't be like just say a, no. It's got to be far away, right? And then on top of that, um, I'm deep tissue massage massage guy, so I gotta get a massage like once a week where yes. I get massage because that is amazing. Yeah. Like, do you get the the full release? Do yourself a favor and go <laughs> do it. Yeah, that I mean, a deep tissue massage. Yeah, it's oh, worth it. talk about like opening up, releasing stress, and it's crazy because I mean, I get them so regularly and often that. Um, you can tell when I've had stressful weeks. My body, your body well, releases your girl, that. Your yeah. girl's a, um, a masseuse. I was going to ask you to like massage along those lines. You never want to call a masseuse. No, massage yeah. therapist. Masseuse are the girls. Whoa. That, the, masseuse are the ones the girls have the happy ending after. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware of these yeah, terms. She, no, she, she uh, I, I do it all the time oops. still, bro. And I still get punked all the time. Oh, so like, snap. Yeah. My I just, bad. If I, My bad uh, if I didn't save you right therapist. there, then I would get in trouble okay, right now. Okay, okay, Anyway, yeah, no, because of... Uh, as far as like deep tissue work, like how often do you think, what's the maximal amount of deep tissue work you would, you would say somebody should, you know, be a part of per week? Oh, if you, if you could get an hour to two hours of deep tissue per week, yeah. I would at least get that. Yeah. More than that. You No, but I mean up. like, like how, like where, where would you cap it at? Oh, it depends oh, on the person, right? That's another yeah. thing. Well, okay, that's I, what I was thinking. I'm just because deep tissue can break. I mean, that can. That's, I mean, it can, it's, it's pretty invasive. Yeah. Well, and here's okay, and that goes, but that's like good personal trainer, bad person. You can find a good massage therapist who knows how to, you know, if you're still sore right. and from a from a deep tissue from like that, she's gonna lay off. Great that point. Right, yeah, you don't want to go point. too free. Exactly is what but I if you're, if recommended. You, yeah, it, it has everything to do with you, how you feel, and correlation with your don't your, go too deep. your massage therapist knowing knowing your body and knowing where you need what you know and like. I mean, my girl, she can be massaging me and just know where all the stress is in, in my body and be able to find points. It's crazy. Where is the, it? the trigger points. So where's the stress? <laughs> <laughs> I can show you. Right? No, 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 no. no. At least, I'm good. At least it's clean. <laughs> it's clean. All right, we better move on to the next question. Right, so, <laughs> next, uh, qu- next question, please. Next question. So we had a, a listener ask about nutrient timing. So basically, the you know the, the pre and post workout window where you're you know where they talk about taking a protein shake oh, or eating carbohydrates. Yeah. So um, okay. So studies will show conclusively that consuming now, if you're looking for exercise performance, there's different. There's a difference here between exercise performance and a goal like fat loss. Okay. Right. So if you're looking for exercise performance, um, then some carbohydrates uh, before your workout. They're like, going to benefit your workout session. They're going to benefit your workout. Even the day before loading. Yeah. loading well, definitely that. Definitely that. But it definitely if you want uh, you know better performance about an hour to 30 minutes before you want to have some carbohydrates. Um, maybe some carbohydrates during your workout in, in liquid form. This is for your endurance athletes. Uh, and then post-workout, uh, some carbohydrates and protein. Uh, the theory behind it is it replenishes um, glycogen stores in muscle and it shuttles amino acids, which are the proteins, to muscle to help them recover. 
Um, the science behind that uh, goes down to something that's uh, activated within muscle called uh, GLUT4, or otherwise known as the glucose transporter 4 protein within muscle. And when this thing is activated, and they call it a window of opportunity, because right. appa- apparently that protein synthesis that they always you know recommend, like this yes. is your window. Yes, yeah, it's like an hour. The anabolic window. The right. anabolic window. I get and this so, question a lot. Yeah, so and so what glucose what glucose transporter four does is it moves to the surface of the muscle cell, and it increases its permeability, and basically it's trying to suck in uh, glycogen, uh, you know, sugars from the bloodstream and amino acids from the bloodstream to um, repair and build. Now, if you don't consume anything post workout, this will still happen. However, there's this super compensation effect that happens post workout, where if you have a lot of this stuff in your bloodstream afterwards, your muscles will actually utilize more than they normally would, and so that's why they call it the anabolic window. Hmm. And so they've done studies where they show people will take 50 grams of protein at breakfast or or lunch or dinner versus people who take 50 grams of protein right post workout, and the post workout group. And by the way, I'm using 50 grams. That's an arbitrary number. It's it's probably less than that. Right. Um, they gain more muscle and lo- lose more body fat. So that's one of the more established, uh, I'd say, uh, nutritional sciences is nutrient timing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, I would recommend that. Now, what about it getting leaner? So it, here's my two cents uh, on it. Yeah. It, here's <clears throat> it. Absolutely, it's there. I'm actually somebody who tries my best to to actually do this. You know, I try and feed my body about an hour and a half uh, to two hours before I get into a workout. As soon as I hit my workout, um, if I'm gaining, I might have uh, some sort of sugar during my workout to uh, keep my glycogen levels up, keep uh, keep the insulin going. And then when I get out of my workout, that 30 minute window, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a balance. And typically I do one of your shakes, you know, that I I get immediately afterwards. Now, that being said, if I miss it or it doesn't happen, I really don't give a shit. And the reason why the reason why I don't give a shit. Gangster, that's well, no, <laughs> let's 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 break it down a little bit. We, we've we've talked a little bit before about uh, in reality how much muscle do we build in a year, broken down yeah. by how much muscle do we build in a month, broken down by a week, by a day. So we're talking about something, and and it's nothing pretty minuscule as yes, far as like yeah, nothing will nothing is going to goes. help you build muscle or burn fat at a faster, more efficient rate than hitting your macronutrient targets on a consistent basis. Right. Now, yeah. I don't give a shit if it's all in one meal like Sal or it's spread out over 15 meals like me right. or you're fasting between, whatever it in is. your macronutrients, you're not talking about Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah. right? let's, let's be fucking yeah, let's, clear. Yeah. Let's, let's not do the whole uh, I, I, no, yeah. that, you know. No, when I say yeah. macronutrients, I mean what your body needs protein-wise, carbohydrates right. and fats, and you consistently getting what it, it, it needs is going to build more muscle muscle at a faster rate than any timing on a window. Now, that being said, does that does it help? Absolutely, it helps. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's going to give you a little bit of edge, it's just one more thing. But I mean, you're talking, you're yeah, splitting semantics. You yeah, are there's... splitting hairs if you are driving fast to get home to get mm-hmm. to your 30 minute window or you're carrying. You might as well also worry about the, the thermodynamic uh, effect of food. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, this is what I've noticed training clients uh, for as long as I have, and I'm sure you guys have done this as well. I don't really recommend a post-workout shake to most of my clients only because it ends up being extra calories. Mm. And like you said, it's splitting hairs. Here's where I have found the post-workout, uh, you know, nutrient timing, we'll call it. This is Here's where I found that to make the biggest difference with hard training athletes. Because then you're talking about, yes. you know, when you're training your ass off, you're dancing that fine line between overtraining yeah. and training properly. And those branching amino acids, that glutamine, that, you know, post-workout car- carbohydrate, 
that could that could push you over the edge to mm-hmm. keep you away from overtraining. So when I, for example, the hardest I've ever trained in my entire life was when I would train for um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournaments because I would do you know two and a half hours of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu four or five days a week plus weights this and that. That nutrient timing kept me from overtraining, and when I missed it, I would I would notice my body would start to burn out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm training less intensely, does it make a huge difference? Uh, you know, maybe not, not really. For the average person, is it going to make a huge difference? Probably not. I think not. that's the biggest distinction, yeah. really. I mean, to be honest. like, And I, I'm right there with you when I was playing football and I was actually working out. I was doing the morning workouts. We were doing double days. Double days. Yeah. We were doing, you know, like, and then I was working out late at night. I was playing basketball. It's like, you know, I couldn't, I had to keep up this regimen of constant nutrients, you know, and I had to make sure it was on point. Otherwise, you know, you felt that mm-hmm, and yeah. it was, a, it was an immediate drop. Otherwise, you know, yeah, yeah. like you said, it's pretty minuscule. It's funny though. Supplement companies will make you believe that it's like, if you miss that protein shack after you, you just wasted your whole workout. No, no. It, and it's so my whole thing when I tell people about all fucking supplements. Okay. It's yeah. the difference between you putting 87 octane and fucking 90 octane in your car. Okay. If you're going <laughs> to drag race me one week with 87 octane and then drag race me the next week in 90 octane, you're not going to fucking smoke me the next yeah. week because you have 90 octane in there. The difference between the two of them and the way the body burns and utilizes it is so minuscule. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to see it. The, the way you shift gears is 10 times more important you know right. the way mm-hmm. the way you rest with what we talked about rest earlier on q a like the way you let your body rest you'll see way more difference in your body composition by getting adequate rest and taking care of your body than you ever will by making sure you hit that 30 minute window well those are the old timer you know the old timeies uh bodybuilders of the, you know we'll say the 70s 60s 70s arnold and those guys they didn't take a protein shake post-workout they would go to the God, what was it? The firehouse coffee shop or whatever next door to <laughs> Eat, like steaks and eggs. Yeah, and- they'd have like a tuna omelet or you know, you know, eight eight. So they would just eat food afterwards. They didn't really right. have shakes. Um, and obviously Arnold uh, got pretty fucking awesome. You know, massive looking. You know, take away the steroids, he's still pretty awesome looking. So yeah, there's something to be said too about stuff that we don't know. And 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 I know you love talking about pushing the science on what's new, and we're still learning. Like. I mean, I, I don't know for sure, uh, you know, if you were to compare, you know, 40 grams of whey protein versus 40 grams coming from a steak, but there's no doubt I can see the difference when I'm on 100% natural food versus using supplementation as... And, well, know, there's that, a different structure there molecularly. Yeah. I mean, let's Which, be honest. That's what I mean. Like, we know yeah. enough science to know that there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> you got a powder form versus something that's like, well, you what, know, the, what structurally... They'll say, to play devil's advocate, what they'll say is that the protein powders are quick digesting, quick assimilating, and this is why you want those right post. But how does that help your your intestine? You know your 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 internal health. Like you know, I, I don't I don't know. It, it, the reason why I do protein powder post workout is because it's convenient. It's yeah. easy for me to just to, to to pour my powder in my cup and rather than pull out my steak and. No. Eat it at, at you know. Right yeah, I don't know how much science. I, I just think like it, you know, the slower you process food, I just feel like your body has that chance to utilize mm-hmm. those nutrients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I mean that that that's totally you know. Like I said, I I don't have anything other than like I've my own. Opinion. I've been so detailed before on my diet because of competing and stuff like that that I've ran a ran a diet where I've allowed protein bars and shakes, and then I've done one and purposely taken all of that out. And you know, it's a big difference. Oh yeah, yeah I can I can aesthetically that. see a difference. Okay, once again, we're splitting here. It's not such a big difference that you would be like, oh my God, he was a well, for someone like you on yeah, stage. Exactly. Someone yeah. like me who is who's picking apart every bit of my physique and looking mm-hmm. at every little flaw. When you see changes like almost immediately because you're already at that level, yeah. right? So a lot of people mm-hmm. don't get to that level where they can ex- 
experiment like that and they actually see it right away. I mean, even myself, I could never until I got to this point. I mean, even yeah. before as, as uh, intelligent and experienced trainers as we are, I've never taken my body to this this limit to where I could put something in it and like feel the difference yeah. immediately. And immediately, I mean, I've do, I've gotten to a point where I've been in deficits for so long, so hard that, you know, instantly you give a surge that it hadn't seen in two months or whatever like that, you know, whoa, you can really, oh, yeah. it's you, amazing. That's why you guys are backstage eating a bunch of sugar and shit. It makes your veins pop out and, you know, within, you know, that's what they, at least what they said. Yeah, that's what some of these knuckleheads yeah. do. I'm not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.